Welcome to the Legalpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Sager, and I'm dedicated to covering common legal issues for small business owners and just how some of the world's most elite entrepreneurs have handled legal issues themselves. In true attorney fashion, the information in this episode is not legal advice. This is for informational purposes only, and you should always consult with your attorney before implementing any of the information. Now, on to the show. Hey there, welcome back. I am so excited because I have a free training coming up, and it actually correlates with today's episode. I've had tons of issues lately with clients and contracts, not me having an issue with my clients and their contracts, but clients are having issues with their contracts, people not paying, what's in the contract, what goes in the contract, so many questions. So I decided to host a free training coming up very soon, actually next week. On June 24th and 25th, you have three different times to choose from. We're talking all things contracts. You know, when do you actually need a written contract? What kind of contracts do you need? What goes in those contracts? Is the contract enforceable if you write it on your own? So many questions that I know all of you business owners have. So make sure you go sign up for that training. Plus, when you sign up, you're actually getting my free contract checklist as a download. That is completely free. So free training, free download, all the free things to get you and your business locked up and protected. Getting into today's episode, we're chatting about what types of contracts different industries need because you have a different business than your best friend or your best business friend. And every business needs different contracts. And this is why it's not okay to just get the same contract from your friend. Even if you're both online business coaches, you still don't need to use their contract. Number one, you don't know what's in the contract. And quite frankly, if they had their contract custom made directly from an attorney, well, guess what? You could be infringing on that attorney's copyright. Yes, contracts are protected with a copyright. So make sure that you're not just copying your friends because that could be copyright infringement. Now, I'm not saying that I've heard of lawyers actually suing for copyright infringement on behalf of contracts, but they could. So keep that in mind. Additionally, on top of not copying your friend's contract, you don't necessarily want to download this general independent contractor agreement from Google. Why not? Well, number one, you don't know if it's enforceable because you don't know what's in there. If it's a free download, then it may not be the best out there since it just comes from the random world of Google. So I'm about to tell you for some of the top business industries, what types of contracts do you need? Can you use the same contract for different things? Do you need specific contracts for these different things? Don't worry, I'm about to go over that with you with some of the top online business industries. Now, I'm not going to go over every online business industry because obviously we could be here all day, but some of the top listeners, the top industries that listen to this podcast, I am going to be going over your contracts. And let's just take it from the top. Every online business needs at least the following contracts. Number one, terms of use or the terms of service that goes on your website. This is the contract between you and the visitor of your website. It does not mean that they have to purchase from you or whatever. 
to have these terms on your website. If you have a website, you have to have terms because that is what governs you and the visitor of your website. Now, if you have a website, you also have to have a privacy policy. These are becoming so much more important just because of all of the privacy issues, all the privacy breaches. So in the privacy policy, you have to lay out what private information are you collecting from people? What are you using that information for? Basically laying out all of the privacy issues. <laughs> now, most businesses use contractors, so you need an independent contractor agreement. If you have employees, you need an employee agreement, and you probably need some type of disclaimers depending on what type of business you have. So on my website, I have, you know, just by reading this and on every podcast episode, I have the disclaimer, hey, this is not legal advice. This is not an attorney-client relationship just because you're listening to the podcast. This is for educational purposes only. So, I mean, I'm trying to think off the top of my head what kind of industry doesn't need a disclaimer. And I, I can't think of one right now. I'm sure there's one right out there, but I can't think of one. So we're just going to say pretty much every online business industry needs some type of disclaimer. Okay. So what other contracts are needed? Well, for e-commerce, let's say you either have an online clothing boutique or you sell on Amazon or you sell wholesale. What type of contracts do you need? If you sell wholesale, you need a wholesale agreement. If you have brand reps, typically you give them a discount code or you give them free product and they have to post so every so often, you need an agreement with your brand rep. And yes, you do need an agreement because you have to lay out the expectations. I can't tell you how many issues I've run into with people that have brand reps, but they have issues because there's no contract. So there's no expectations. And people think, oh, well, they should understand. Okay, well, you have in your head what you expect the arrangement to be, and they have in their head what they expect the arrangement to be. If it's not written down specifically on paper, then nobody really knows what should be out there. So make sure you write it all down, put it all in the agreement, and you'll be covered. Now, also for e-commerce, retail, wholesale, you need an influencer agreement. And this is different than a brand rep agreement. Influencers are getting typically getting paid for what they're doing. Some may or may not want a discount code. It just depends on the influencer or the brand either way. But brand reps and influencers are different and you do need a contract with each of them. Now, those are just the bigger three contracts for those types of brands. So if you have a website where people purchase, the terms on your website, that's the contract between you and the visitor of your website, you can also have the terms that govern purchasers of your website. You don't necessarily need an additional contract for people that purchase because it will be in the terms. Okay, so what about coaches? Obviously, there's tons of coaches out there, what types of contracts do they need? Of course, I'm sure you have a VA. I'm sure you have maybe employees, all those general contracts that we touched on at the beginning. Coaches may have one-on-one -on -one offerings. This is going to be a contract and absolutely you need a contract because you have to lay out the expectations. Do they get unlimited access to you? Do they only get email access to you? Do they get phone access to you? How quickly will you respond to them? 
all those things need to be addressed in the contract, especially for a one-on-one arrangement, because if they're one-on-one, they expect to have more access to you. Some coaches also host masterminds. You need a contract for your mastermind. How often will you guys meet? How often will you guys meet virtually? And now everybody's meeting virtually, not necessarily meeting in person. So you need to make sure everything is touched on in the agreement. Now, if you have group coaching programs, you definitely need a contract for group coaching. This could be actual coaching. It could be a course, same thing. Also more of a general one that I didn't touch on is an affiliate agreement. If you pay affiliates for your programs, you need an agreement with those affiliates. So make sure those are getting covered as well. And in the affiliate agreement, you have to touch on the commission base. You have to touch on how often will they be paid? What happens if somebody signs up with your link, but they want to be under a different influencer? How long will the link tracking be? Will there be a discount code? There's so many issues that have to be addressed in the contract. Another big industry is photographers or videographers. For each different session type that you have or different package that you have, you need to have a different contract. So if you do wedding photography, your contract's going to look different than if you do if you do event photography. Now, it may also look different if you do senior photography, senior portraits. Minis, you may not have like a full-blown contract where it's like, you know, for weddings, obviously they're spending thousands of dollars. So you want to have a very thorough contract. Minis may be, you know, 75 bucks for 15 minutes, but you still want them to sign something or be aware of the terms. So, okay, you know, this is a 15, 20 minute session. You're getting three photos, five photos, whatever it is. You need to make sure that all of that is addressed in the terms or the full contract. There's other photography events and things that need to be covered, but also for videographers, if you're doing animated videos, what's the turnaround time? How many videos are you going to be producing? Nowadays, people hire a post-production person to create different clips for TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, but it all stems from the same video. Okay, so I send you this one video. How many clips are you going to send back to me? So all of that has to be covered in your contract. If it's not, that's where issues arise because nobody understands their rights and duties. And that's what I aim to get people to understand about contracts. It's not about screwing somebody over. It's just about both people understanding exactly what goes in the contract. Another industry is designers website designers, or if you're designing anything, any graphics or whatever, you have to have a service contract. And I've worked with a number of designers and hands down, the number one issue is payment, especially if the client doesn't have all of their materials ready to get started on the project and the project gets on hold. Well, guess what? If you don't have in the contract that payment is still due if the client pauses the project, well, then you're out that money until they want to restart the project. And I highly encourage my designers to actually put in a restart fee just because there's so many issues when it comes to actually getting clients to finish their projects. I mean, I had one client who is a designer and he said that he had one client who had this project outstanding for over two years. So you want to make sure all of those issues are covered. Now, another big one is podcasters. 
the podcasting industry is growing tremendously. I see it growing tenfold every single day. And the agreements that you need there, a co-host agreement, if you have a co-host, a guest consent agreement, a producer agreement, and then possibly a voiceover agreement. So a voiceover actor, if you have any of those within your podcast, you need to have those agreements. And like I've said before, for a guest consent, it doesn't have to be this full blown contract. If you have typically how it works best is if you have a scheduler. So for me, I use Calendly. So when somebody schedules a time to record a podcast with me, I send them my Calendly link. And in that link, I lay out the terms in the description there. And this is because number one, even from a user standpoint, when I'm a guest on somebody else's podcast, I don't want to read through a contract and then have to sign or, you know, send back things I agree or don't agree with. But if you have the basic terms lined out in the scheduling link, that's all you need. But you need to make sure you have terms there to make sure that things are understood. There's health and wellness. Again, similar to a business coach, one-on-one group coaching. You also have in-person training. Every offering that you have probably needs to have a different contract. So I don't want to go on because I know people may not want to hear every single online business industry, but just know that if you have a different offering, you need a different contract. Now, I could go on about many more industries, but I have many more covered in my contract checklist. So go sign up now for the free training happening next week, and you'll get the free contract checklist that will actually cover many more industries. And we're going to cover in the actual training what goes in these contracts. When should you use these written contracts? Is, Is there a time that you don't actually need to use the written contracts? What doesn't need to go in the contract? Because that's a big question as well. Like, do you want to leave something out strategically? There's going to be tons of good stuff offered in the free training. Make sure you join me. Share this with a friend. I want to serve as many people as possible. I want to have hundreds of people, thousands of people showing up live. So please share this with a friend. Go to thecontractvault.com to sign up. And As soon as you sign up, you will get that free contract checklist so you can check on your actual industry to make sure everything is covered. Alrighty, I am out. I hope you enjoy this episode about contracts. Don't worry, I'm going to get more in depth in the free training, but just make sure you're thinking about contracts because I know that it's easy to get to the point where it's like, oh, this person's ready to do business. I don't want them to think I'm trying to screw them over with the contract. I'll just not use a contract and we'll just understand things in an email. I promise that's not how things should work. And they will look at you more professionally if you actually do use a contract. All right, I'm out. Let me know if you have any questions. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review, and don't forget to text me. All righty, I'll see you guys later. If you found this information helpful, I would be so grateful if you could share it with a fellow business owner and it doesn't cost anything to rate, review, or subscribe to the show. Your support helps me reach more listeners, which allows me to support more business owners in their entrepreneurial journey. I'll see you next episode.